0: Hi there, I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America Trading. You already know that if you've been tuning in with us for a while now. Uh, welcome to this episode of our podcast, The Secret War on Cash. And it is a big war that's happening. It seems to be hitting us on all fronts. Uh, today I have a guest who's been with us before, Mike Weiner with us. How are you today, Mike? I'm doing great. Doing fine. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I had a great time with you last time here on our podcast and I know in our conversations you and I have had outside of these podcasts, uh, you've been really busy talking with customers and clients about uh, things that have been happening with the formation of BRICS, the uh, dollar alternative, as they're calling it. Um, I know there's been a lot of discussion about CBDCs, central bank digital currencies, and what's been happening there. Do you have inflation, all the discussions there, which they say that's going to kind of mellow out, but I'm not so sure Uh, the average person believes that right now but today mike uh, we're going to talk about the condition of the economy specifically as it relates to jobs commerce and inflation we've been hearing for a while now how most of the major stock market indices are inflated in fact overinflated uh, like a balloon getting ready to pop they say personally i would hope this isn't the case But when you look at the economic factors that feed the markets, like jobs and higher wages, demand for goods, et cetera, uh, it seems like everything is pointing towards the balloon popping because these areas are so weak, to put it mildly. A, A good thing to look at when it comes to the future direction of things is the various forms by which goods are transported. That's what they say. If that slows down or gets weak, it's a pretty telling sign of what's to come. This being said, the world's largest shipper, AP Molar Mars, which you'll see the article on your screen or in the link if you're listening, uh, just announced that they are planning on cutting 10,000 jobs due to slowing commerce across the globe. So, Mike, explain to us a little more about why they're doing this and why this is something that matters to all of us or how it might even affect us?
1: Well, it goes into the fact of skewed numbers. In, outside the United States, in Europe and Asia, uh, those markets are, are going through a heavy inflation. Uh, jobs are being cut. People are suffering, as it might be, with costs of goods and services. Yet you look at the markets, like even today in the Asian markets, and you see them being up, and you try to wonder yourself what's going on, and it's the same thing, what's going on in this country, the numbers are not being done properly. The numbers are being done not with the real attitude of what's happening, but what needs to be done to keep the investing public believing in the market. So that's very dangerous because in 2008, we had a real market that all of a sudden one day collapsed. Right now, we don't. We've got a market that the numbers are made to be what they need to be. Not what they are. When you look at the jobs market in the United States, we we talk about one point two million jobs formed this year. Yet there's only one hundred ninety one thousand people that join the workforce, of which a third of them are the federal government. Where do these jobs come from? Where do these numbers come from? It's just like, you know, it's an eraser board. Let's make it happen the way we need to. So when the bottom hits this time, it's going to be dramatic. And that's where in the past people look at gold as a safe haven, and there's a little apathy right now. People are saying, well, maybe, I don't know, I don't get it. Maybe the markets are okay. Maybe it's not that bad. And the problem is it's worse than that bad, and they're not literally taking action. So when the bottom falls in this time, it's going to be even worse than it ever was the last time because of all the the, the inability for us to receive the actual true numbers of where things are at
0: sure and you know i I, to me what what catches my eye is of some concern is you know a few years back it's 10 years ago let's say uh to some extent it seemed like we were a little more self-sufficient here in the united states um meaning like you know we had some voice or control over the direction of things but as this article talks about you know this is a, a global phenomenon and the the problem or the challenge with that is it makes it very difficult for uh, people who are legislators or uh, decision makers here in this country to take actions that are going to help right the ship because the ship is much bigger than what we're what we've traditionally seen uh, working or operating on a domestic level. So, well, thank you for that, Mike. And then you know, directly related to this, uh, another article that you'll see on your screen or in the link is an article on CNBC where recently Target's CEO discusses how consumers are pulling back on expenses, citing the fact that this even includes groceries. They're groceries. Now, we've all seen or maybe experienced in our lives when things slow down, you know, we may not buy that new car, take that vacation, or maybe go out to eat less. But for things to get to a point where people aren't in a position to buy groceries, that seems like next level. And we're not talking about underprivileged or the homeless. We're talking about gainfully employed people who are just not able to do it, to buy their groceries. Now, Target is talking about this in specific reference to, you know, the anticipated slump in holiday shopping. But they reference the fact that households are stressed over their budgets. And this seems to fit in line with what we are just talking about with the global shipping. Is this just another sign, Mike, of what's coming? Well, I think
1: there is a sign that's what's coming, but I think it's a converse to what the people at Target are saying. Target's not a real market in the last 90 days. They've been retracted because of uh, their own huge mistake advertising-wise. I tend to lean to look what's going on with Walmart. And I think people right now, the big problem that's going on is apathy. People are still spending in certain areas. They're still going to ball games. Still going on vacation. They're still spending without any idea or thought to putting themselves in debt. Credit card debt is way up to literally 20-year highs. Uh, savings is way down. People want to maintain a lifestyle. They'll go get a second job and they'll keep working those jobs as a means of maintaining this lifestyle that re- that they should be cutting back. So in in deference to what they're saying at Target right now, I don't think Target's a true venue right now. I think other areas are because of their problems. I think I would go to uh, Walmart and other things that are saying they're seeing spending going on, but a lot of spending going on in goods and services. They're not spending on big ticket items, but they're spending on other things and they're not saving and they're using credit cards to do it. So what happened in 2008 when people bought houses with no money, when people spent money recklessly and then they moved in with their mom and dad in 2010, 11 and 12 to try to come through, 20 years later, these same people are just as irresponsible as they were before. They're not going where gold should be a safe haven right now. They won't. So they'll sit back and they'll pay twice as much for gold as a safe haven when this does occur and get twice as less. So right now, everything is sort of a skewed marketplace by this administration that has us based globally versus dealing with ourselves introspectively in our own nation. And we're going to pay the deuce for that. And nobody's paying attention.
0: Well, yeah, exactly right. And, you know, what it all points towards, all the the things you referenced with Walmart, even what they're talking about here with Target. And I agree with you with, uh, you know, they kind of changed their own model by some probably poor decision making. Um, but with that being said, uh, the thing that kind of struck me as you were talking, Mike is, you know, everything is kind of pivoting or centered off of weaknesses that exist in our economy and even areas that maybe haven't crashed or collapsed or had that pullback yet. Um, it's, it's all kind of smoke and mirrors, I think was the the reference you used in so much as that, you know, people are utilizing credit cards to do things or they're, uh, taking on those second jobs so even though the, the as they we talked about earlier the balloon hasn't burst yet uh, it's all that's happening is more pressure negative pressure is building and the the ramifications or repercussions of that uh, could be pretty devastating especially for those who you know financially have not you know, protected themselves or position themselves in a way where they're diversified and they can handle any kind of these, you know, whatever shocks or reverberations, you know, ultimately hit the economy here. So, well, I thank you for all that, Mike. And thanks for taking the time out of your day to join us here again. Uh, For those of you tuning in, we appreciate you doing so. Uh, Follow us on social media if you haven't already. We'd love to stay in touch with you. Um, and to hear more episodes like this please subscribe to our podcast and feel free to comment as again that's something we would love to hear love to hear from you Uh, again I've been this is Dean Hessing, excuse me I've been with Mike Weiner Uh, we appreciate Mike you know letting us know a little more about giving us some insight what's happening in the economy here today and look forward to the next time we have you on uh, with us Mike and you can share some more with us so thank you so much my pleasure have a great day you as well